Love War. Hey, my name is Grant Reitzel, and this is the very, very, very first episode of Love War Podcast, and with me is Brian Peach. And hey, we're just going to um, just talk about just a few things that I think are close to our heart. We're just kind of jamming a couple things. Um, and and um, uh, we were just kind of talking off, um, just off audio just a second ago, just about this idea of technology and where we're at in it and what's going on and like what it does to us as um, people. Yeah, so first of all, I want to point out that you said this is the very, very, very first podcast. Very, like, it could not be more first. <laughs> it couldn't be even more of the first than it is right now. It's the yeah, very first. The very first. So, the, the funny thing is, like, we've already had tech problems. We, we just started this thing. Like, this is the first time that we're doing this, and we're already like, oh, man, I wish we had another microphone. Yeah. Like, if the sound quality isn't great, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We're already having tech issues. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, tech is something, technology, like, what isn't technology? Everything is a technology, right? Like, um, we can use the classic example of the the caveman inventing fire, although fire was, you know, always kind of there to begin with. We don't have to go into the philosophy of, you know, fire right now, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, a, a stick is a technology. Right, right. Um, and uh, now we've got this like great setup right here. We've got this microphone and we've got this computer, and we're recording audio. And to be honest, like I I don't even know like how that happens. I took some like history of electroacoustical music classes in college where I was supposed to learn about like how sound waves work and stuff like that. It's still like esoteric to me. Right. Um. Yeah. W- what technology do you use the most? I mean, I think everyone. You know, everybody. I think like. Everybody's, you know, cell phone, like bar none, you know. No, but I mean? you, like, like, which one do you use? Really? Like, what's your tech obsession? It's still got it, like, as far as, like, you know, like besides my phone? No, no, you can st- I mean, like, my phone, phone like, like, I like, think everybody, I think everybody, like, I think the phone is, like, that's it. Like, this, that's the key. I think that's what opens up, like, the, I mean, these year, these few years, these next few years, like, like it's 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 what it's where marketing is going to go. It's where it already is. It's like everything, I think, rises and falls on people's phones right now. Like it's like the doorway into people right now. Yeah, I remember. Um, gosh, probably about eleven or twelve years ago. So um, I had my first cell phone then, but it was before the advent of the smartphones. Like before Apple came out with the iPhone, mm-hmm. and I remember a professor was telling me that the uh, for uh, several hundreds of years, I think, that the primary finger that humans used was the index finger. Mm-hmm. And because of cell phones, the generation that was baptized into the technology of cell phones is going to be the first generation that is a thumb-oriented society. So like, it's actually That's like really, yeah. we, we hear so much about the way it's changing our... Um, our minds and uh, obviously there are people well it's you know it's just going to junk up your mind if you stay on that technology all the time it's actually changing our bodies too the way we hunch over our phones right you know there's like a there's a physical aspect to it but anyway yeah for me it's it's totally the cell phone Um, it's amazing that like I have and I've I've made this point before uh, probably to uh, funnier effects but like we have these things and we have basically the sum total of the world's knowledge on it and like I use it to watch YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, 
No, I think I one hundred percent. But I like I, I think it's going to change like several landscapes. Things that I've been listening to. It's just like okay, um, like for instance, I like I heard this story where somebody was talking about how like you know I've seen you know the that couple in the restaurant you know across the room that are like you know uh, like they're just on their phones the entire time. Sure, and you're like. Man, you know, you elbow, you're like, isn't that sad? You know, I've heard this, like, like, isn't that so sad? Look at them. They don't have a conversation. It's like, well, I bet you 20 years ago, like, all they were doing was just, like, staring at each other. They weren't, they weren't, like, you know, they weren't interacting then either. They, like, you should feel happy for them because they actually got something to do now. Like, (laughs) forget it. Like, you know, like, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off there. (laughs) I just have a funny story that's, like, totally. Go, go. All right. So, um. My my wife and I celebrated our uh, our first wedding anniversary over the holiday season. We got married on um, on uh, New Year's Eve. You were actually there when we got married. Yeah, it was. So yeah. th- thank you. I still Great. owe you a thank you yeah, card. That's good. Um, <laughs> I still owe everybody. You know, a thank no you lie. We've been we my wife and I have been married for like six years, and we still haven't. Uh, Seriously? Yes. Oh, that that actually makes me feel so much you better. Feel so, we never sent out because thank you when I cards, see yeah. people when I see people who I owe these thank you cards to, yeah. I'm like they have something against me. You know, right, right. like there's there's a reason this person's looking at me that way. No lie, no lie. There was my mother in law has a friend that she's older she sees like regularly and like they had like a quarrel one day and like one of this older ladies like thing was like well your daughter never sent me a thank you card for what i got her for her wedding so like you didn't raise her right and oh no it's <laughs> like what like like that's like that's a that's, like what kind of hook is that like yeah who? well let's let's just um so right now we're going to file thank you notes in outdated technology category right. all right yeah, like, so so that's that's an antique technology but uh so my wife and I were we were at this uh, bed and breakfast and it was like a nice package um it was called the romance package, although, like, actually, to be honest, like, that night, we kind of <laughs> sat on our phones. But anyway, <laughs> we, and I, I'm, I'm joking, my, my wife was like, we want to have, like, no cell phones, like, on this, on this evening, right. where we're going to spend together, right? We're going to spend this time together, we're going to go screen-free. I said, that's fine. Sure. So, we were sitting there at dinner, dinner was included, it was lovely, the, uh, the lights were really dim. And uh, Becky, my wife, and I are sitting there having a great conversation with each other, talking to each other. Neither of us had, like, we were picking up our cell phones because we'd, like, left them back at the hotel, right? Nice. And I saw probably a, a 60, 65-year-old couple um, a couple of tables away from us in this quiet restaurant, and they were uh, loud as the day is long. And I looked over at them, you know, what could they possibly be laughing at? And the woman has this YouTube video open on her cell phone, you know, two generations older than I am, mm-hmm. on her cell phone in this restaurant, and they're, like, laughing and carrying on about a, a YouTube video. Yeah. And it's, it, it's kind of strange, you know, you, and I, I consider myself not a millennial. In fact, I, like, just missed that cutoff, so I'm pretty pleased about that, <laughs> to not be a millennial. But I think that we do that younger generation, the generation who's been baptized into the technology, a disservice when we look at them and say that uh, they have a problem with technology or they have uh, overuse issues or um, digital fatigue, right? Yeah. Because most of the time, frankly, when I'm out, I think that like a lot of people uh, our age and younger have gotten to that point of um, not really 
uh, thinking of technology anymore as their main mode of communication because it's sort of old hat. Like, the novelty is worn off. I think whereas with older generations, um, seeing something that for you know, most of your life was only in Star Trek and sci-fi movies and then finally having it come to fruition. I think that the novelty has, like, a longer shelf life for them. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to see how over the past 10 years, like, the narrative has kind of flipped from the young people always being on their phones to older generations. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's actually... So there's this argument, like, so does technology... Does it change who you are? Or, like, I think I'm more on the side of, like... Technology actually like exposes who you are. Right? Have you seen Black I think, Mirror? I haven't seen that. You, oh man, you got to watch Black Mirror. To, like if so, we're gonna try to keep it PG rated here, but Black Mirror is not PG rated. <laughs> so like if you want to watch Black Mirror, like it's it's really dark. Right. But the reason it's called Black Mirror is um, you know you look at your cell phone without uh, the backlight on it, and it's just like a black reflection yeah. of yeah. of whoever's looking at it, of yourself. And so the show kind of explores the dark side of technology. I and and it, it totally um, sort of dovetails with, with your point right there, that technology exposes who we are. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it literally exposes who we are. Like, sexting, is, I mean, is that still a big thing? Well, I, d- I mean, look at all this stuff that's like, you know, I mean, we don't want to really jump into, like, any of this. But, like, it, like it, it, I, this whole, th- like... I think it's crazy. Like, it is exposing so many dark things, so many dark secrets, and it's exposing who we are. You know, I think I think that's I think that's one part of technology, right? Like, it turns up the volume of who you, like, who you are. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing to be hidden. It's, I think it almost is similar to, like, so many people, like, like, when they go into marriage, they're like, you know what? Like, I, it's okay. Like, we're going to get married. I'm going to change this person. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to change this person. Like, they're going to change once they realize, like, like, dude, like, like my man, like, it doesn't. I got married when I was 30. I was right. way past the point of like, think, of believing that. Like, yeah, like, like, I have friends who are, you know, who went into that, like, young, like, sure. young, like, 21, 22. It's like, you're not going to change them. Like, all that marriage does, it doesn't change you. It turns up the... Vo- so, like, it doesn't make your problems go away. It just turns up the volume of your problems. So, that right? pressure cooker thing that we were talking yeah, about, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So, so technology, like, to, to sort of bring it all back. Let's talk about the technology of marriage. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, you, we found, I think, over the last few years that no matter how secure we think that we are online... Um, that we really can't run away from ourselves yeah. in the digital sphere. Sure. Um, I think of, one, when you see somebody post something stupid on Facebook, and right. you're like, yep. do you, you know that that's going to live there forever? You know? Forever. Um, and, uh, and to that point, there are a lot of, and I, I don't agree with this at all. In fact, I think it's an uh, incredibly invasive process, but there are some companies, like Fortune 500 companies, that'll ask you for your Facebook login before you get a job with them. So as you're in the interview audition process, they want to access your Facebook from the back end to see, you know, what you're hiding from people. That's crazy. Um, Who does that? I don't, I, I don't remember specifically. I, Trump? Trump company? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm joking. Um, probably not. But then, uh, so moving on from that, um, a couple of things happened in the past few years. Uh, if you... If you follow, see, I just got a text message, and I leaned down to look at it. It's like, I don't need that right now. <laughs> um, 
So if you're if if you follow uh, tech news and things like hacking, um, and you have websites like TechCrunch and Engadget that cover all that stuff, there there are two big things that happen, um, which are really on the disgusting and salacious side over the last few years. The one was there was a a big iCloud leak of celebrity private photos, mm-hmm. which is just an unimaginable level of that exposure that sure. we were talking about. Um, and then you had. A, a few years ago. Do you remember that Ashley Madison website that like allowed um, men, yeah. was it just men or was it men and women to get on and, and find people to cheat on their spouses with? I don't, I don't know. It was probably mostly men. Well, though, yeah. But I'm sure like because they were looking for another person to cheat with, there had to be both. That, right. right. <laughs> Otherwise the website would have been... Probably wouldn't have worked yeah. too well. <laughs> right. What, right. What's the male equivalent of Ashley? Ash Lind Williams, yeah, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah, let's not go in that direction. But, um, but in a in a very strange sense, like we, you know, technology is kind of like the uh, the stranger that we welcome into the home and uh, is able, like, is almost all seeing and all knowing, right? Mm-hmm. And we just welcome this stranger into our home and expose our enti- our entire lives to it. And um, and when things like uh, these celebrity uh, photo leaks or this Ashley Madison thing happen. And I'm not, um, obviously, you know, uh, adultery is a horrible thing. Um, And I'm not the judge of who you can or can't send personal photos to, you know. I'm not the arbiter of that. But the the fact that what we think is secure is not secure is uh, a jarring thing to me. Um, It's why I use, like, I have this app, that protects all of my passwords. So I don't even like know any of my passwords. They're just random gibberish. And I just like push the button and it fills in the password for me. Yeah. So I'm paranoid about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's fun. like, even like where, where, where it's going, like, I mean, you got Amazon Alexa on the, you know, I've Echo, got one. Google home, yep. all those things. I mean, what does that look like when Facebook enters the market? <laughs> like, what does that look like right. when Facebook, like, like, and that's, and that's, I mean, Amazon's got it already. I mean, everything feeds to Amazon, you know, so Amazon can throw you, you know, when you're like, you know, you, you're talking about like these new pillow sheets that you have and then all of a sudden your Instagram website, like, like Amazon pillow sheets come up and you're like, what? Right, like, right. But I, I mean, that, I mean, that's the, you know, what else, what else are they hearing? I saw this one, I heard this one, uh, this report where like there was some kind of crime, I guess it was some kind of murder and I don't remember where it was, but the police wanted to confiscate the Amazon Alexa to see if they could find some kind of... Oh, my of, gosh. Like, you know, some kind of um, proof or some kind of rundown of what happened and all that. So it's like, okay, that's we are in, like, in the beginning of AR, you know, VR, AI. Like, that's like that's the, the way the beginning. But, like, you know, in you know in a few years when those are in every single home and every single room and you're like... Yo, uh, hey Alexa, you know, um, order me more tissues. You know what I mean? Right. What else is going on? What else is going down? Amazon, like the, you know, Amazon skill or Alexa skills, like, hey, give me the uh, the rundown on, you know, what's the weather going to be like today? Yeah. You know, and then, I do that like five times a day. Uh, do you really? Oh yeah, with my Alexa, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you really? It's like the the two <laughs> things that I ask Alexa the most: Alexa, what's the weather, and Alexa, play Tom Waits. Yeah, like those are the That's two awesome. big. Those are the two big ones. <laughs> That's awesome. So Alexa for me is like a. A uh, uh, Tom Waits jukebox slash weatherman, right, like, and right, that's right. what that's it is. actually all. Well, like if I had, I don't have one in my house, but if I did, I would be like music surfing. Oh yeah, like it would be like, hey, uh, yeah, Alexa, uh, 
play uh, play uh, Angels and Airwaves. Hey, uh, no, no, no. Play uh, William Fitzsimmons. Um, hey, uh, and then Seriously, and then Rebecca that's... would come in and be like, hey, play Jesus Culture, right? Like, right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean, like. Oh, we've gotten into that tug of war before, yeah, Becky. Yeah, yeah. Both of our wives are named Rebecca, but you can tell the way that we say our wives' names, like that they're spelled differently. Correct. So, um, <laughs> it's all in the pronunciation. Correct. Yeah, we we get into this tug of war that it's like Alexa play this song, and when it's halfway through, Becky's like Alexa play this song, right. and, you know. Um, but so that that's a positive thing. I mean, so we we've, we've been talking about all of these negative things, like we've got the uh, the surveillance aspect we've got the lack of privacy or what we think is privacy and then that privacy uh that box imaginary box right that we keep things in is not secure or as secure as we thought that it would be but it's it's pretty cool having a thing in your house that you can talk to and Mm -hmm. it's it's cool to have hands-free internet and that's the thing that i didn't understand before i got this uh amazon alexa uh it was uh one or two years ago i got an amazon echo for uh a Christmas gift for my twin brother. And it's kind of cool in that it allows you to um, browse the web without your hands and without your eyes. And that's a, a totally new experience to me because normally when we're dealing with the web, it's something that we control the mouse and the keyboard or the digital keyboard with our fingers or thumbs, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, either that or we're, you know, obviously all the time viewing something on a screen, but it's kind of nice to think of the internet as something that's not on a screen that's like up there in the air that mm-hmm. we can communicate with. Yeah. It yeah. is a, a, a sort of transition that you make once you start to think of the internet as something that's like not flat and two-dimensional, you know? Yeah, but I mean like what you were, you know, one of the things that you were saying before is just like, you know, because everything is just, I mean, it's not, you know, things aren't hidden anymore right like you like at the at the end of the day like it will come out like who you are will come out at some point and like so like i i you know there's so many there's so many things that uh you know some people i i think one of the things now it's just like i don't really care right like it's it's gonna i mean like will culture start sliding like i don't really care like it's whatever like it will come out but like you know, who, who knows? But, like, it forces you to ask, and this is, like, the question, like, we want to ask, like, like I think that would change things. It's, like, you know, not necessarily with technology, but, like, you know, before your actions, like, you know, like, if I considered love in this situation, like, what would that look like? Like, how would this situation be different if I considered love before making this decision? Well, let me ask you this, and I promise, like, I'll try to tie this together. Yeah. Okay. Um, is your digital persona different than your in-person persona? Persona? Like, be, yeah, like, like when you project yourself in the digital yeah. space, wh- whether it's, like, sending a text message, yeah. right, yeah. or what you post on Facebook yeah. or on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, yeah. like, do you think that's the genuine you, or are you, like, giving, broadcasting a version of yourself? Sure, sure. I mean, I try to be as, like, you know, transparent and, and as, like, you know, sincere and as humanly possible sure I, you could probably my wife probably would be like you know it's probably somebody like it's not like i'm trying to be, you know there's plenty of people who are like trying to i think that's just so funny about so many people who's like just posting their highlight reel right and like, yeah like, yo dude like check out my private jet like my man like yeah yeah like meanwhile he's like five million dollars in debt and like whatever and like right so like, like so I, it allows you what you're saying though is allows you to show the best of yourself sure, right sure it absolutely does you know what i mean but at the you know at the same time like like i don't know like where are we going with that what, well okay so like we're, we're talking about and i hate because it's such like a christianese word right yeah, yeah totally but like uh love is supposed to be a genuine thing sure right yeah um 
and I, again, like it's not a term that I, I prefer to overuse, but I think in this case, when we're talking about the way that we present ourselves to each other, being genuine, mm-hmm. um, and, and being a person who has been transformed by Christ is like that, that's important. Right. Mm-hmm. But every time I post on Facebook, it's not like I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be the person that Jesus is, is making me. You know what I mean? See, here's I why my I favorite. If, I don't know if, any, yeah, that's just like the people who are doing that. Like I can't relate to so you. So my favorite, like, like, listen to this, my favorite Instagram account. All right. Yeah. Is one of my friends from high school. Somebody like, I didn't even have any classes with her, I think, but I knew her and she knew me. And it was a pretty big class, like 450 people, you know, so it wasn't tiny. Uh, and, I don't know that she would have any way to access this uh, podcast, and I hope not, because like I don't want her to think I'm making fun, um, because she's she's a lovely person, and her Instagram account is like literally eighty percent of her posting a, a photo of a food that she's eating, like it was a pork and sauerkraut um, on New Year's Day. Yeah. And um, like Christmas holiday treats over the holiday Christmas season. Did she and make the food? Did no, she, it's just it, I no because some of it's like packaged food. She's like, like some of it's like a bag of Cheetos. She's walking for example. through shop. Right, no, she's like not. Snack. No, 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 no. Like it's because some of them like the bags are open. So like it's not like she's taking photos of like these are actual like portions of her life experience. She's eating. Right. So okay. but it's but it's awesome because the the photos are always an image of this food and then the caption. So it's 80% of the photos is an image of, of food. And then 60% of the captions of the images of these food is, mmm. There's a, a, lot, a line of M's. Stop. I'm not kidding. I will I show you this I after. I will show you this after like, this the podcast. This is the funny thing. Is, like, but, you're not even, like, you don't, like, it's not good. Like, you're doing, like, you follow her just to be like, Holy crap! What no, I follow her because she started following me, and I, you know, like follow back for follow back or whatever. It's just good decency, but like decency. I genuinely look forward to her post because like there's something about that there that she's getting that I'm missing. I, you're laughing, but I'm serious. There's something about the life experience that she's getting. Right. Because me, if I were to take a photo of everything that I'd eat, well, the first thing that you'd think is like, dude needs to lose weight, which you right. know is probably true. Right. The second thing you didn't need to say right there you jerk the second thing the second thing that you would think is like is is this guy does he have like a food addiction or something like that you know is there is there something that he's trying to communicate with this uh-huh. or like is this like an andy kaufman thing like just an extended <laughs> right. like a, a a really you're playing a long con of a joke with me right now right but she just really enjoys sharing photos of her food yeah i can't and that's tough man no, but but do, do you see what I'm saying here? Like, there's something about that that she's not putting on pretenses. She's not trying to be anything that she isn't. Sure. She is just taking photos of her experience. I can. And I mean, wouldn't wouldn't that be great? Because I can't imagine coming across on the internet as genuine as that. Yeah. I can't imagine doing it. The like only... everything that I say is like. Seriously, you do you ever post something and be honest? Do you ever post something? And not think about if people are going to like it or not. I can't do that. I do. I do. I do. Um, it's it's, like a, it's an interesting like like you obviously want, and everybody falls into like that. How many people like this or whatever? Sure. You know what I mean, and I think that like you know everybody kind of wants to like communicate. I mean, but there there are people maybe like you know like there's some like you and you're like trying to communicate something right. 
there's people who are just out for straight up attention. Sure. Right? But there's other things like, hey, I want to see what this, the response is yeah, to, yeah. to what I've put out. Yeah. Right? And I want to, like, you know, maybe engage a conversation, something like that. So you're saying there's a difference between looking for a reaction and looking to, like, start I, a conversation? I think so. And sometimes you maybe, like, in your mind or, like, when you first post it, like, you're just not, that's not what you're not, it's not like you have to, like, walk through those differentiating them to yourself being like, right. what am I actually, right? What am I actually what doing? What am I doing here? here? Yeah, certainly. So I talk to my therapist before I post everything just to make sure, you know, that <laughs> There's I There's some people like, let me sign off on this. Like, I don't know, our president probably doesn't do that one, you know. But no, like, not often. Saying, you like, can tell when he but, does but because like, the tweets are spelled correctly. Right, so, but like sometimes, I mean, you know, but at, at some point, like, and sometimes like in, like in my case, like, hey, I, I studied photography, so I just kind of want to put that stuff out. I yeah, yeah. It, and like Instagram was like the coolest thing, you know. Yeah, but I see that, but, like, I do see that in your Instagram posts, you know, um, I think that when it's a medium that you're comfortable with, maybe, and it's a medium that you studied, I did not study photography, but I, I did study um, journalism and English, you know, right. as a j- journalism major, English minor, so words are important to me, yeah, and the yeah. effect that words have, um, that's important to me. So I, I guess... But, uh, so if, by the way, if you if you see any of Brian's, like, posts. If you want to friend him, you can go on Facebook and find <laughs> Brian Peach. If you see any of his posts, you'll always see, like, at least 100 comments. That's not... Like, at least. I mean, even, like, yesterday, or two days ago, he posted something, and then yesterday posted in an addendum to that. Like, but, like, always an engaging conversation. So. Just let me, let me um like, backtrack, because what, what I posted, I... Just real quick, I, I posted a poem that I wrote. I'm I'm uh, going to be a, a daddy. I guess I am already a daddy, but to you know a, a seven month old who's still in the, the womb. Right. So negative what that negative two months. It's a negative two month sure. old. Um, <laughs> and so we've gotten into the habit of reading to her every night because this is awesome. uh, that, which is which is actually an important thing for you to do yeah. uh, in utero. Not for you to do in utero, but for you to do for the baby who's in utero. You know, you can't read a book very well, like, inside. But anyway, you understand the -hmm. basics of, you know, human biology. Um, But uh, I wrote, like, kind of... uh, We were reading a little Golden Books book of prayers, and I wrote, like, kind of a mean prayer about Daddy. Like, dear God, please help Daddy because he's a dope... Um, and uh, the I was shocked because the majority of the comments that I got were like, "Don't be mean to yourself." Yeah. And I was yeah, like, "This yeah, is yeah, just yeah. my sense of humor. Right. Like it's it's right. self deprecating. Like right. I'm not the way that people were talking to me. It made it sound like yeah. they expected me to jump off a cliff right. or something. Yeah, totally. It's not the reality. <laughs> like, so the next day, I I like took all of that to heart, and I said, "Today, I want you to say something nice about yourself. Like on this thread, say something nice about yourself." And then people were saying nice things about themselves, and uh, I was you know, going through and affirming it. And um, it's interesting that you point that out because it is kind of a microcosm of what's possible, I think, when we get rid of the pretenses and do, you know, think about love first. Sure. One of the ways that we can use uh, the digital sphere and technology, and we never do it, or at least we rarely do it, is to build other people up. Mm -hmm. A great example of that recently, did you see the story about Sarah Silverman? Um, There was a guy mocking her on Twitter... No. And um, she basically asked him, why are you doing that? And uh, he was talking about having, I think that he had uh, PTSD and maybe some mental health issues. And even though he was mocking her and being a jerk to her and swearing at her, she's like, dude, we need to find you help. And she like sent out a, 
a clarion call, you know, to everybody who was in his area, I think somewhere in Texas, like, will anybody hire this guy? And actually got through to somebody who just basically wanted to troll. And and this dude, I think, if if I read the follow-up story correctly, like, he got a job because some superstar comedian decided like take time and listen to somebody who like had their worst interests at heart sure. right yeah that's a cool possibility it is a cool possibility I, I mean I like I don't it's tough for me to figure out like was that something genuine from Sarah Silverman or just a giant publicity stunt just, well like, I mean okay all like, right, so you can be cynical right, right. Well, and I, you can I mean you know come on I yeah 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 no I got that and I'm cynical too um but uh Cynical or not, like the, and publicity stunt or not, like the, the outcome is still the same, right? Dude still has a job. I mean, yeah, that's true. that's a good way to look at so, it. So, um, and maybe Sarah Silverman's like, man, I got this guy a job. <laughs> right. Like, if he loses it, they're coming back to right, me. Right, right, totally. <laughs> or like, she's, maybe it's I mean, she's a comedian. Like that's what she is. Like she's a comedian. Like that's, I don't know, man. Sometimes when you like. Are you saying like to, like th- that it lacks sincerity or that maybe not not no but like they just comedians see things like as like like it's just a comp- it's a setup for something else right it's like a setup for the punchline so it's just like yeah I mean I, but maybe she was maybe she you know maybe I don't know I don't see we have to like uh, we should do another podcast in the future about comedy because I have some I have some ideas about comedy and the way that comedy works yep I'm with um, you. But, uh, anyway, barring whether or not she's sincere. Sure. Um, cause you kind of like deflated the, my sales a little bit there. Cause what I was trying, what I was trying to say is there are possibilities for us to, as you alluded to, like in the middle of this, um, to, to think about love first, yeah. right? Sure. To turn this thing that is oftentimes a war. How many times do you scroll through Facebook a day and see people fighting over this political or that political thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's constant. Yeah. So how can we turn this, this wartime technology into a love time technology? Sure, sure. Right? Yeah. That's a great, that's a good, I mean, that's an absolutely great point. I, 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 uh, there was a friend who I was talking to on Facebook and he was just like, you know what, I'm taking a break. Like, I'm taking a break from Facebook. You know, there's too much negativity. There's too much, like, this person's hating on this person, you know, and probably most of it was political. I can't even remember. Sure. Some of it was, you know, some somebody arguing about the Bible or so, who knows. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, the King James Version is the only version or something. Oh, like, yeah, like, that stuff. I don't know. It was, it was something like that. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, but, like, he was just like, you know what? I'm out. And I was like, dude, like, don't be, like, like you are one less positive voice yeah. that can change. Like, instead of, like... In, instead of just turning around and be like, yo, I'm out of this, inject, like, inject hope where there is negativity. So inject. this guy was like, he's like a, uh, he's a not, good, so he's not part of the problem. He wasn't part it? of the problem, okay. no. And he was just like, I, I can't take this, like, this this rains on my parade. I was like, dude, but, like, you are, like, like you are somebody who could absolutely inject hope and encouragement in a situation, in a climate where it's just depression and, like, just like oppression and just negativity. Like yeah, yeah. be that one dude who's just like, you know what? Like, you know, I'm turning this. You know, and like like <clears throat> I'm not always the most optimistic person, obviously, with the whole cynical. Sure, thing, sure. Right? Yeah. But you you have a good attitude. Right. Though. But like if you but like optimism will always win. Like like the negative the negativity, like that always detracts and then like you would much rather be around an optimistic person than a negative person. Sure. Right? Especially since, like, 
you know, like, I don't know, like, negativity, like, we seem to, like, just go towards problems, like, we just, you know, we, we just kind of seem to analyze and, like, you know, problems be kind of drawn to them. Like that's. A I mean, problem, there are times that's problem, that that's right? okay. Like there, there are times I think well, that you, you want to lean into the curve a yo, little absolutely. bit, and like, those you, emotions are valid absolutely. too. Absolutely, like you always like, and I think like you know, especially when you're in like a business situation or an entrepreneurial situation, and you have to be like, you have to like just completely assess, assess, assess. You know what's going on? What is the problem here? What's the problem mm-hmm. here? At the same time. When it, when it isn't balanced out by positivity, when it's not balanced out by, like, this is a win, like, we're a winner here, it starts to, like, you know, it starts to kind of sink, it starts to capsize the ships at some point, right? Sure. And people kind of, like, are, you know, if you're in a climate like that, then you start to think about, like, all right, dude, like, holy moly, like... Like I'm, and, and you will naturally always keep playing defense. Like yeah. you're always playing defense. It's not of, fun to be on that. I mean, like the Eagles are going to in the Super Bowl, right? You right, know? right yeah. yeah. Instead of taking ground, right? right. <laughs> um, a vowed Patriots fan here. I apologize. Ugh. So my dad's. Well, we'll get into that later. Dude, I can't. Like I can't. I loathe the Patriots. I know. It's, we got to go through my. Family history and how it got to this point. I'm, right? a, I mean, I'm, a, I'm an avid Steelers fan, but I that's lo- all right. Well, I loathe the Patriots. So who do you root for? And it's like real quick sidebar. We're gonna get yeah, back yeah, to this, yeah. but real quick sidebar. Like t- two of like your most hated teams. I, Would you rather see the Eagles win their first Super Bowl, which is, you know, uh, uh, in infinite more Super Bowls than they have won right now? Sure. Right. Yeah. Or the Patriots just tack another one on? No. I, the, obviously, like, the Eagles. I mean, at least it's closer to, like, Pittsburgh than New England is, not to mention, like, there's no way, there would there would be no way I would ever, ever, ever work, root for the Patriots, ever. Tom Brady's a terrible person. He, like, he, he, he like, he hates dogs. He hates kids. That's Michael Vick. He kids? Like, that's... Kittens, kittens. Oh, kittens? kittens? He probably hates kids, too. He's a terrible person. He's a terrible he person. He has kids. I know, he's, he's actually probably a great person, actually. Yeah, you can't. He's probably See, here comes the cynic again. Right, he's probably like the nicest guy, but and like like what I just and I like I can't even I can't even tell it's, you. It's it's all right. We'll we'll fight that out in another time. We'll you. we'll do another one on sports. But um oh, gosh, getting back to the point here, where were we? You're talking about how just uh, bring things back to love. Yeah, but you were saying something before that. I just feel like I completely lost the plot, which you never should do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can keep talking about how terrible Tom Brady is. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you were talking about um, always being on the defensive. Sure. You, yeah, like, like, if you're, like if you're in a situation where you're always playing defense and never offense and you're not taking ground, you feel like you're always losing it. That's just kind of a, a losing thing. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, misery loves company, too. Everybody sure. knows that phrase. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm reminded of uh, this song by uh, Iron Maiden off of their... Uh, Speaking of positive. Right. Well, it's, their songs are great. I mean, they're all about history. And this song, Tears of a Clown, it's off of their, uh, their uh, latest album. Um, and it's about Robin Williams. Yeah. And oh, okay. uh, I have a friend. It's, it's always a friend of a friend. I have a friend uh, who's a comedian out in L.A. who's uh, good pals with Bobcat Goldthwait, who's Robin Williams' closest friend. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I w- was listening to a podcast with uh, Bobcat and Joe Rogan, and he was talking about how, um, yeah, Robin was a, a great, funny, hilarious guy. And um, 
like it, nobody ever thought that uh, he would self harm, right? And he believes that it was really his his brain giving him wrong signals that killed him. It wasn't Robin uh-huh. Williams, the person himself. And I I think that I buy that. Um, there's a little bit more context than that, but I think that I buy that. But uh, he was talking about how you know in this in this comedy world, like, so are you going to kill yourself? You know, are you are you close to the end? Yeah. It's like just that's the punchline to every joke. It's yeah. like, well, you know, yeah. After I'm done with this podcast, of course I'm going to go hang myself. Right, right, you know, right, yeah. um, so I think. Uh, a couple things. One, uh, I, I think that sometimes they're two sides of the same coin, right? Um, and there is a, a value to, to seeing some of the darkness so that we're able to understand it and, and shed a light into it, mm-hmm. right? But um, I think that to, to get back to sort of communication in digital spaces, overwhelmingly... Um, what we see, or at least what I see, and, and you can tell me if your experience is different, but I really don't think that it is, on um, Facebook and and Twitter is just, um, it's not just negative, but it's like to the point of of existential, almost universal existential despair, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how do you and I, like, when, when we think, you know, I'm actually going to be, like, I'm going to use mindfulness before I post on Facebook or, or before I tweet this thing, right? And right. I'm, I'm going to put love first. And, yeah. and uh, love to me means, like, what Christ, what Christ has shown me and what he continues to show me throughout my life. Sure. Like, I hate to be the cynical one now, but do yeah. you really think it's going to make a difference? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think that's I think that's like an absolute valid question, and like you wouldn't keep going b- behind bef- like past that. And I, yeah, I mean, like you you can use that standard, and there's plenty of people who don't believe in Christ, right? But do, sure. But do believe in in love, and haven't necessarily like don't believe in that connection, right? Yeah. So the funny thing is, is like, and there are plenty of people all over the world saying I love you in so many different relationships, mm-hmm. and do mean it and will do anything yeah. to uh, to communicate that love to that other person, right? Yeah. The same person that says, I love you to their husband or their wives and would kill on their behalf, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, now they would actually kill someone on their behalf for protection, for who knows. Which that's clearly not showing love to the person. Right, the victim, right, yeah. Right? So you could be like, well, I considered love to this person, but because of that, I'm killing this person, which is not considering love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I would do that, this person wouldn't be dead, right? So it's so, it's such an interesting... Well, let's let's put it this way then, all right? Um, and I think, if you're okay with this, this is how we should end every podcast, all right? Sure. So I'm, I'm going to challenge you and you're going to challenge me, all right? Yeah, yeah. So I've already thought about my challenge, all right? Right. For a week. Yeah. For one week, uh-huh. I want everything that you post on social media uh-huh. to be positive, mm-hmm. okay? And um, I'm not talking about being positive in terms of, like, being silly, sure. um, which you can do. But, like, let's uh, define the terms a little bit more. I want you to, um, every time you post, and it's not like you have to post every single day or sure. whatever, but every time you post, be mindful of how you can be loving your audience, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. And let's see what, let's see what that does. Mm-hmm. And you don't... You don't even necessarily need to tell people, like, this is an experiment that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Although, it's great. Like, yeah. if it gets them to listen to the podcast, so much the better. Sure. But, um, yeah, be intentional with the things that you post, and, and let's see what happens. Yeah. So that's, that's my challenge for you. 
Yeah. That's actually, that's, that's like a brilliant, that, that is an absolute brilliant. And, okay, so I, so mine is going to be loving or whatever. So, let, right. What if you, like along the same lines, because I want it okay. to absolutely be positive, absolutely be positive. Mine's going to be kind of in that vein. But yep. what if every single post that you did, yeah. every single one is like overwhelmingly full of hope? Okay. Right? So okay. these are both So you're leading in. These no, are both no. positive things. Yeah, yeah. So like you're. Like, like, Brian, I want you to make everything like just full of negativity. Let's no, see who gets a better right, response. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, talk about like me getting a, a hundred likes or whatever on Facebook. Like yeah, I think yeah, the yeah, negativity yeah. would probably yeah. win out. All right. So, <laughs> so this week you're going to lean into love. Yeah. I'm going to lean into hope. Yep. On social media. Yep. And we'll see where we come out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I think it'd be really cool. All right. It'd be really cool. Hey, if you want to get in on this conversation, you can email at us at thisisalovewar at gmail.com. Thisisalovewar at gmail.com. Don't judge me or us. It's a Gmail account, and that's going to change too, but don't judge us, all right? At all, by the way. Ever. Ever. Uh, what are you listening to these days? What do you like? And what are you? Yeah. Let's close it out by, uh, what, yeah. what are you interested in? Um, you know, it's kind of crazy. I... Uh, it, it's still, it's like all, it's right now, it's like all over the place. But there's this, um, there's this band called, if I would, like my cool, my cool pick. Yeah, yeah. My cool vibey pick. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, is this band Junip. Uh, yep. Yep. And, um, it's just. You told me a few months ago to check them out. And it's I, good stuff. Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of like really, really obsessed with them. I can't, I can't stop listening to them. What about you? Um, so a few things that I'm into right now, um. As we're like, and this is going to sound like so totally, you know, white bread of me, but as we're um, planning for this baby, we're also purchasing a house and we're closing in the middle of next month. So I've uh, been watching, and I know the show's like five years old, but I just found out about it. I've been watching Fixer Upper a lot okay. and, and learning, <laughs> I know, how to like design homes and stuff. My wife so loves that it's show. It's awesome, dude. Chip and Joe are so cool. Oh but, my um, but like my. Um, so my uh, less lame thing, uh, although it might be lame to some people, um, yeah, I'm, I just picked up, uh, or for Christmas, I was given, because I asked for it, so it's not like just a random gift that somebody gave me. Um, Brian Wilson's autobiography, I Am Brian Wilson. Uh, yeah. Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, who has a, a pretty um, wild history, not with uh, being the one of the greatest living songwriters um, in, in the history of recorded music, but yeah. with um, some severe mental health problems. Mm -hmm. And um, two things that I really like, uh, um, dealing with mental health issues and, and caring for mental health issues and uh, great music. And what's better music than the Beach Boys? Mm -hmm. Other than Junip, I guess. So yeah. I actually literally thought, because for Fixer Upper, their theme song is this band called Johnny Swim, a husband and wife. Yeah, yeah, because they played on a, an episode right, of so that. So I actually show. thought that you were going to say Johnny Swim, which they're freaking good. So it's a husband and wife? Yeah, they're really yeah. good. My, like, Rebecca loves them. I like them too. Yeah? They're, they're pretty dang So it's like a secular, dang. like, uh, what's that, husband over the Rhine? Is that a husband and wife? Or no, I'm thinking of know. Innocence Mission, right? I don't know. I remember over the Rhine. I remember Innocence Mission. But Johnny Swim, like, they're freaking good yeah, yeah i'll listen to them yeah they are good so I, I mean i jam to the fixer upper theme song every time it comes on so i guess i already like them time to end this thanks for being with us we'll see you next time thank you
love work. <laughs> <laughs> 